2004 was known as the year of the hurricane for all the Florida folk. Four hurricanes in one year. That's almost enough to make someone move from Florida to Uzbekistan. Almost. Hurricane Charlie was our first and last hurricane to live through in Florida. The day before the storm, the lovely and I drove down to Orlando and adopted our first dog as a married couple. He was a cute little black and white shizu. His name was Bobby, but we called him Rocket. But he was a lot more like a trolley than a rocket. But he was ours, laid back and all. The very next day, poor Rocket's world came crashing down as the hurricane went right over our house. We could hear shingles flying off the roof. And we really didn't know what to do and what not to do. Looking back, I could write a book on what not to do in the case of a severe storm. I went to the patio door and held my ear up to that wall of glass. And the door was shaking in its track, almost about to come off. Then we opened up the front door to catch everything on camera, not really realizing that as the wind could come through the house and take the rest of the roof. We were screaming right by the microphone on the camera, but all you could hear was the wind. <laughs> it's a wonder we're still here. It would be safer to skydive with an umbrella than to hang out with me in a hurricane. Our poor little dog wondered, who in the world are these people and what have I been wrangled into? After the first wave of weather, the eye of Hurricane Charlie was directly over us, and I did remember what I was told. As soon as the eye passes, the worst is yet to come. Don't go outside. The storm's not over. The tail of the hurricane stings far worse than the head, and it sure did. After several more minutes, when we were sure we were past the first wave, the eye, and the second wave of wind, we went outside to survey the damage. It was late at night. But neighbors came out of their houses with flashlights looking around the neighborhood. And with the dawn came more neighbors to see what fell and what still stood. It was terrifying inside a 1,071-square-foot house. It would have been paralyzing inside a 30-foot fishing boat. But that's exactly where Jesus is sometimes faithful, sometimes faithless. Followers found themselves when the storm hit. Good day to you, Simplify listeners. You are listening to L.J. Harry, and you're listening to Peace, Be Still on Simplify. Jesus' followers went sailing with Jesus one night. And these weren't the seven seas. It was just a calm cruise across the lake, but the Sea of Galilee was brutal. At any minute without warning, the warm air from the water could marry the cold air from the mountain and voila, instant hurricane. But this night, everything was calm. The sun was setting, the moon was beaming. It was a nice night for a cruise, and the disciples knew about cruises. A handful of them were fishermen. So Peter, James, John, and the rest were rowing and sailing, not a care in the world, not a cloud in the sky. Maybe they'd have a few s'mores before lanterns out. Then without warning... The warm air from the water married the cold air from the mountain, and they were in the middle of a fishing boat, in the middle of the sea, in the middle of Hurricane Hezekiah. They spiraled from a relaxing moonlit cruise to rowing for their lives in a matter of seconds. They went from, this is the life, to, this is the end of our life. As the disciples worked their rescue mission, they were getting nowhere. The fishermen were nervous. The tax collector and physician were really nervous. It seemed like every bucket of water they bailed out of the boat, the sky opened up, the waves crashed down, and poured two more buckets back into the boat. Try as they might, they just couldn't get ahead. Peter finally 
threw down his bailing bucket and staggered over to the stern to find Jesus, and he found Jesus asleep on a pillow. That's a hard day's work. If you can sleep through a hurricane, you get the Deep Sleeper Award. Peter was frantic. He woke Jesus up. Don't you care we're about to die? You're about to die. I'm about to die. We're all about to die. Don't you care? I don't know what Peter expected his rabbi to do. Maybe he thought Jesus would turn water into rafts. But I don't think he expected Jesus to do this. Jesus woke up, spoke up, and said, Peace, be still. And immediately, the very wind and waves he created, he calmed, and Peter's eyes grew as large as life preservers. How did he do that? Peter fished most of his life. Peter wished he could do that, but he never could do that. He had tried before, but it never worked for him. He couldn't control the weather. But Jesus did do that. How did he do that? What kind of man has the power to speak to the weather and the weather obeys? Well, the same one who has the power to speak to sickness and sickness obeys and to death and death obeys and to devils and devils obey and to addiction and addiction obeys. Jesus has authority over every storm. He's not just a rabbi or a prophet or a preacher or a teacher. He's the almighty God who came in human flesh and he has authority over every storm. From a few raindrops to a full hurricane, Jesus has authority. No matter what storm howls in your life, no matter what winds are blowing against you or rain is blinding you, Jesus has the same authority to speak to our storm as he did when he spoke to theirs. Jesus is able to calm every storm with just his word, and that's what he did. Peace, be still, and it was. Before the disciples realized what just happened, they found the boat bumping against the sandy shore and they had made it safe and sound to the other side. As Jesus stepped out of the boat and onto the beach, everyone on the boat and probably everyone in the other boats just watched him walk away as they all wondered, Who is this Jesus? Well, I'll tell you. Jesus is the one who created the wind and waves. And thankfully, Jesus is also the only one who calms the wind and the waves. He's the Almighty God, and He is our God. I would like to pray right now to that same Jesus who said, Peace be still to a hurricane, and it was, and ask the Lord Jesus to speak to you, to, to your storm, to whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing. I hope you'll lift your eyes higher than the, the winds that howl and the waves that try to beat into the boat and the rain that tries to blind you, help you to see that Jesus is right there and he has all authority. Lord Jesus, I come to you. You're the almighty God. You're, you're not just a teacher, prophet, preacher. You're the almighty God. I ask you, Lord, for those who are dealing with whatever trouble, difficulty they're dealing with, God, whatever storms they're going through, whatever rain or wind or waves they're, they're facing, I ask you, God, to speak to them. You're able to calm them. You're able to calm the storm. You're able to calm both. God, you're the Almighty. I ask you to work miracles and wonders today. In the name of Jesus, you can heal every disease, terminal disease, incurable disease, inoperable disease. God, you can heal it. Addiction, that people have been addicted for 
50 years, all their lives, God, you can still deliver and set the captive free. For those who are battling demonic oppression or even possession, you're able to kick every devil out and take control. I'm asking you, God, to do what only you can do. Work these miracles, these wonders, and let it all be for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hey, thanks so much, Simplify listeners. I pray this has been a faith lifter for you. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share. And you won't miss an episode. And nobody you care about has to miss an episode either. Let them know about Simplify. Hey, hello, all those around the world. Thanks for tuning in, not just here in North America, these United States and Canada, but all around the world. Thank you for making Simplify part of your walk with Jesus Christ. We've got a couple great resources I would love for you to check out at PentecostalPublishing.com. Two books I've written. One is called Simplify. That's the devotional that got this whole podcast going. And the other one is Ten Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments, both available there at PentecostalPublishing.com, available on Amazon for Kindle, and you can listen to Ten Words on Audible if you'd rather listen than read. Next week, we're going to look at what I consider to be my favorite chapter in the Bible that deals with the miracles of Jesus. In one chapter alone, Jesus casts out devils, heals disease, and talks down death. It's an amazing, amazing chapter. And we're going to deal with that very first one about how Jesus cast out devils. I want to share with you a devotion called Testify on Simplify. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week and always. Look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.